When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Bulls Nation, and welcome in to another episode of the CHGO Bulls Podcast, presented to you by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when signing up to live your bet life. Maybe I should put my ring light on. Whoa, there we go. What's going on, everybody? Ah! I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow the GOAT right over here at Won't Gottlieb. And down, hanging out downstairs is Big Dave at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Uh, apologies for the delay, but here we are, and it's Friday, so let's have some fun, shall we, gentlemen? How are we doing? First and foremost, Will, welcome yes. back stateside. Welcome back. I got back just in time for another remote episode. <laughs> <laughs> He's so close, but yet so far away. So far. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. <laughs> Don't you worry, man. Very excited for that. That should be fun. A phone died. And, yeah. <laughs> we have to also deal with the breaking news that Big Dave's phone just died. Can I have like, let's, can I have just a quick eulogy for this phone right here? I I really truly like this phone. All right, this is a Google phone, man. This is a G three XL, and you know the XL, you know that's near and dear to my heart, baby. Two letters True. that I have grown up with all my life are XL. All right, I know it well. This right here fits in my hand. You see how big my hand is? Fits nicely in my hand. I had no problems with it. Used it for everything. So many things, man. Dropped it a thousand times. It just kept coming back for more. But this time I dropped it on him, dropped it on a weight, and it said, sorry, it's time. And and I understood. I understood. I've had it over three something years. It was time for a new one, man. It's all right. That's why I'm not mad right now. Cause it, it gave me everything I wanted. It had a I, great life, Dave. You it really did. Life. Rest it lived this bet life, Will. Dave's phone. <laughs> and you know what? That phone is responsible for so many of your silly thoughts and comments that you oh sent God. to me via text over the years. <laughs> That so made me big. laugh and giggle and smile. Yeah. So thank yeah. you, Dave's phone. Thank you. Did it have a name? No, I didn't name it anything like that. It was just you know my Google three X phone, and I appreciate it. I'm I'm gonna go get another Google phone as soon as this is over. And yeah, man, we're gonna do it like that. So yeah, thank you though. I appreciate you. I, I do got a lot of thoughts in here. 
that I have saved and hopefully I can transfer it over and things like that. So, but yeah, mm. shout out, man. I appreciate, <laughs> I will remember you. And now it's watches ended. You know, even though that's an LG, I let it slide, man. But hey, Google, baby, Google, get you a Google phone, Androids all day. Android, baby. Team Android, baby. Team Android. It's one of the things, are few dumb. things. One of the few things me and Matt agree on is no. phones. <laughs> No will no iPhones, man. Oh. It's not that. It's not that hard. Let's not oh. let's not complicate things. Uh, oh. So we're gonna have some fun today. Uh, on the back end of the show, we're gonna do a big three bulls draft. The big three, you know, the league. Starbucks is here in Chicago, so we thought to honor that Dave's idea, uh, we would do a bulls specific big three draft and draft our big three teams. Uh, but before that, we have to talk about something else that Dave and I disagreed on recently, and that was who was winning the NBA Finals. Yeah. The Golden State Warriors. They won, man. Shout yeah. out Golden State Warriors, baby. Shout out to the Golden State Warriors, man. I'm I, glad. I'm happy for Will and all of Will's friends from out uh, his time covering the Warriors out there in the Bay. Mm-hmm. And Will... I, I still can't go over the fact that you didn't even pick him to go to the finals, let alone win them. Come on, man. I can't believe you picked him in seven instead of six. I know. That's just disrespectful. <laughs> I was, I was to, so to wrong. To say that it would take seven games for them. I mean, just disrespectful. I but was so absolutely wrong. And to, the funny uh, thing is that Dave had a post when we shared our picks, and he was like, I really want to say dubs and six. Like, my head yeah. is telling me dubs and six. My head says dubs and six, yeah. But you said, no, I'm going with my heart. My heart's busted heart. in seven. Yeah, I went with that one because I knew I was going to gamble. And I I don't – I'm backwards, Matt, when it comes to gambling. I don't gamble with my head. I gamble with my heart because I think you can make more money gambling with your heart and taking chances. So I was like, let me just Not do true. it with the heart. I know, which is why I don't gamble. <laughs> so, yeah, I put money on that and, yeah, went that way. And that's exactly the way I do it again, unless it's the Chicago Bulls. That's the exact way I do it again is, you know, just pick with your heart, man. Todd, it don't matter. <laughs> I will say my uh my points bet account is looking pretty good right now after hey. that, after that win. So hey. shout out to me and shout out to all my Bay Area friends who I'm sure are not listening to this. That's just they they have it so good, man. They had like three Giants World Series, yeah, uh, Super Bowl, multiple mm-hmm. Super Bowl appearances, mm-hmm. six finals, four mm-hmm. championships. Like what a life! What a what a luxury they have! Yeah, man, I, unbelievable. I, I, I've lived that life, Will, here in Chicago. And we're just we're just stuck with the six championships in three years in 1985. Like, what is that? Yeah, stuck. Yeah, I'm stuck with that. We're stuck. With six, I'm stuck with six and zero, oh, and Chicago the greatest players no to ever respect. walk on the floor. Yeah, I'm stuck with that. And a White Sox World the, Series and a Cubs. We got the Stanley Cubs. We got the Cubs and White Sox too. We're doing all right. We're doing. Yeah, all right. we're doing also, good, man. Shout out! Shout out to our friend Nick Friedel who. Went to cover the Warriors beat for a couple of years when they decided they needed to tank after the injuries and then left the Warriors beat to go cover the absolute shit show Brooklyn Nets who got swept in the first round. Immediately. Uh, I, I, I got something for, for I got Joey because I know Joey's a big uh, Kendrick fan. Every year since 2015, when Kendrick Lamar has put out an album, the Golden State Warriors have won. So when they put out To Pimp a Butterfly, uh, damn when he put out the black panther album and now he just put out his new album this year mr morale and the big steppers golden state wins again so when kendrick puts an album out golden state victory that's how that goes baby ken kendrick is a prophet i've been i've said that before this is true this is true he is i I don't like to red fret i don't know which one that is 
Look at Kendrick Gold's step. No lies. There are no lies. Isn't everybody freaking out about some new Drake album that just dropped last night that sucks? Isn't that the, the talk of the town today among among the young people and the hip people? Yeah, a lot of people don't like it. I haven't heard it personally because once I saw everybody giving their opinion saying it sucks, I said, oh, let me take my time then. You know, because I don't I don't want to join the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Let me let me form my own opinion on I'm stuff. I'm never in a rush to listen to anything by Drake. I'm never <laughs> Oh man. Also I, I'm a bit of a million dollar. Matt hates Drake. You got that right. You know accurate. he does. Accurate. <laughs> Terrible music and an obnoxious NBA fan. Oh my gosh, man. Drake does nothing for me. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Said zero. But yo, man, but but this game though, like guys, I'm telling you, when it when it started and they went on that run, the Celtics did. They went on that early 12-2 run. 12 to two, I, yeah, yeah. I said, uh oh. I immediately said, uh oh, <laughs> like immediately because I didn't I didn't like how that started, which was weird. And then the moment I saw Draymond Green hit a baseline three, Ooh. I I turned the game off and started looking for stuff on my streaming services. I was like, this game's over. <laughs> I was like, this game's over. Draymond's hitting three. We're done. I was like, this is a done deal, man. I love watching greatness like Matt already knows about me. And just to see Steph in that moment of greatness, man. Like, for me, this is his best title. Like, for me, it is. Like, it, this is the one. This is the best one because this was the one everything was kind of against that team. And he actually actually carried, you know, that team. Even though that first title, I think he was robbed of that finals MVP. But I, I think that, that finals MVP was a joke. Yeah, I, I agree. But him carrying this is there was no doubt in this one that he was carrying this team from beginning to end. When you know something is about to happen and you still can't stop it, is the is the, is the hallmark of greatness right there, man. You knew it was coming. You knew what he was gonna do. There's nothing you could do about it, man. You have to take it. And they are so petty, and I love the fact they are petty when they win. I like petty when people win. I don't like it. When it's just going on, like no, 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 no. I want, I want everything signed, sealed, and delivered. Then you can be as petty as you want to be, Will. And, and I'm completely cool with that. Shout out to Steph Curry, Draymond, Clay, Iggy, all those, Steve Kerr, all those guys, E40, everybody out there, man, for for getting the championship. <laughs> for those of you listening on the pod, the goat just did the put him to sleep. Uh, yeah. And, and, he, and he pointed to the ring earlier in the game. Like it was the middle He's just of the such order. a badass. And it's Never crazy that it's crazy. Like people complain, oh, he doesn't score like 35 or whatever. First of all, he has scored 35. But secondly, they're literally guarding him with three or four people every single time down. They're picking up about half court and he's still putting in 35. It's just, it's crazy. He just, he is, he's a cheat code. He is a yeah. cheat code. It's great. Like the, the, the people it's who greatness. were, just absolutely ridiculously slamming him, slandering him. Well, can't ever get that finals MVP. All right. Well, as Steph, you you heard him say in their celebrations last night, what are they going to say now? Um, you know, Draymond saying the same thing after people were saying Draymond was washed uh, in the first few games of this series. 12-12-8, and eight, two blocks, two steals. How, how's that for, for a Draymond clincher for you? Mm-hmm. But even these people who thought like, well, even – and these titles that they've won and whether or not it was finals MVP, like Steph's numbers just aren't that impressive. They put it up. I can't remember if it was on the broadcast after the game ended or on uh, SVP sports center, but the best points per game in title clinching games in NBA history with a minimum of two titles, one 
You know who's number two on that list at like 32.5 points per game? Because it's Steph Curry. Yeah. Behind yeah. only the, the GOAT. That's right. That is true right there, man. It's it's amazing. Like, I don't see how you can be mad at any of this. And and I remember uh kind of disagreeing with Will earlier in a few shows back when when uh he was saying Steph doesn't have anything to prove. And and I got his point. Like he's not wrong in, in saying that. But for me, it's it's not so much him having anything else to prove. It's do you want how great do you want to be? You know what I mean? That's, like that's exactly what I meant. It's like he's already there. It's just about like stacking up the the accolades and seeing yeah. how far he goes. Like he's already on the pantheon of greats. He's on the Mount Rushmore, however you want to put it. Like he's there. It's just about how high he goes at this point. And yeah, he keeps stacking them up. And that's what I like. Like you keep going, you know, you keep your foot on the neck, you know what I mean? And you keep going and building and building and building and building some more. Like, go do it again next year. So because now this is when greatness is measured, guys. You know, getting older, not having the same kind of things around you, everybody kind of doubting you, uh, things like that. This is when that greatness is built because this is what you'll look back on. So now the conversations change because now the conversations today are completely different. Now the conversations are, he might be the greatest point guard of all time, too. He might be on Mount Rushmore. You know what I'm saying, too? He might be better than LeBron. Like, all these arguments have now changed off of just one victory and getting that fourth ring. So... How much does he want to keep his foot on the neck of the NBA, man? I hope it's a long time because I, I really just want to see more greatness. I really do. Even like the Kevin Durant years, which people, you know, and rightfully so, like KD, obviously a true all-time player, like sure. no debating that. None. But Steph has been just absolutely dominant in the finals throughout. Like I think he got discredited a little bit because KD came to play with them. And I think it should have been like, well, look at what KD and Steph are both doing. Steph's final stats throughout his career. So uh, against the Cavs, what was it? Three or four times the Raptors and now the Celtics. 27 points, six rebounds, six assists, a steal and a half, shooting 43% from the field, 39.5% from three, and 92% from the line. Like He is a all-time assassin in big moments. And that's exactly what the Celtics missed. Like Tatum had a terrible series. He just did. And it sucks mm -hmm. because... He's a great player and he's going to learn a lot from this, but like that's where the experience came in. That's where just having that killer assassin mentality mm -hmm. and the championship DNA came in and Draymond was there. Like he was, he was chirping because he was making his shots and like big players. Stacey says it, big time players make big time plays. Like Not he knew what he needed that. to do and he did it in that moment. Clay was taking some terrible shots. That was mm -hmm. kind of sad to see, but like the Warriors stepped up and they, they won this series. Like, they yeah. won the series. Yeah. And the thing about uh, Steph being remembered legacy-wise is not just the greatest shooter of all time because, duh, of course he is, but one of the greatest players of all time. And you saw that play out in that game, third quarter into the fourth quarter, when the Celtics kept, you know, just slightly chipping away at the Warriors' comfortability and the Warriors' lead. They got it down to single digits a couple of different times. When the Warriors needed a bucket to stave off whatever mini run the Celtics had just strung together, yeah, Steph hit a couple of threes. He also attacked the freaking basket and had some beautiful beating his man off the dribble layups. Yeah. And that is just like a, a perfect in-game example of Steph is so much more than a shooter. And mm -hmm. even when it was Kevin Durant helping that Warriors team win two their two middle titles, 
how did Kevin Durant have all that space to operate? How did Kevin Durant get to play one-on-one and school people one-on-one? Because Steph Curry was running circles around the court and people were keeping an eye on him. Like all of the ways that Steph showed in these finals that he is so much more than just the greatest shooter of all time, which in Mm -hmm. itself would be impressive. He is so much more than that. Yeah, he's a special ball player, man. Go go ahead, Will. I was just going to say, like, I don't really know how I feel about all-time rankings and things like that. I think he's clearly a top two-point guard of all time now. And I don't even, like, care about positions that much. But you say three, Dave? I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think there's an argument to be made that he's number one. Like, I, I, I don't know if I'm quite there yet, but, like, this dude is having such a legendary career. And I think people get how good he is, but I still think he's like underrated somehow. Like maybe this pushes it over the top to where he's, he's not, but I just think it's, it's sometimes hard to understand how great he is because the way he dominates the game is so different than any other player we've seen before because he doesn't necessarily need the ball in his hands at all times. But in the series, we also saw, well, even if you're double or triple teaming him, he can still give you 40 with the ball in his hands. So He's just, yeah. he's amazing. I love Steph. I love watching him play. I love seeing greatness at this level continue to persevere. Like they really had two terrible seasons in a row in the middle of like Steph's prime, yeah. Clay's prime. And like this could have, that could have been it. So you never know how many chances you're going to get. It's kind of a cliche at this point, but like yeah. they really came back from that. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Pepe Sylvia in the comments who said Steph Curry will never surpass Jared Dudley's legacy. Well, that's a fact. That's uh, that's bold. <laughs> um, but I, and, I, and it's crazy because you go back to what uh, Steph said after they didn't make their way out of the play-in tournament last season. He said something along the lines of like, trust me, y'all don't want to see us next season. Mm. He knew. Even when they lost game three to go down 2-1. There was that shot of him with like a devilish, like, you know, Emperor Palpatine smile on mm-hmm. the bench in the final seconds of that game. You're like, we're about to win three straight, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's why I want to say how people can't appreciate this shit. Like, we watch Mike do this all the time. Like, how, how can't you appreciate that? You know what I mean? Like, watching that, I can't wait to watch this documentary in the next, you know, say in 10 years or oh, something yeah. when this comes out. And they show those little nooks and crannies of, of Steph being a goon. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to see all of that. And, and it, too, Two things I want to say. One thing Steph has done that that LeBron didn't do, and I'm not talking about games right now, but one thing Steph has done that LeBron didn't do is Steph makes people, older people from my era, angrier than, than, than LeBron has with the way that he plays the game and the way he achieved his greatness by doing the three-point shooting and the dribbling and all that stuff because that, that kind of broke the game and, you know, a lot of people from that era don't honor that. You know what I mean? Don't honor all that three-point yeah. shooting and all that dribbling. And he broke it in half, and he changed the entire game with that. And a lot of them are upset about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That they don't like him for that. That's one thing I give him over, over LeBron is he makes older old people angry with, with his game. The same way I, I would argue with uh, old people during my time about Michael Jordan. It was the same kind of way. That, that would have those arguments until Mike started, you know, just dominating and winning everything. And they were like, oh, okay, well, fine. All right, let it go. But the second thing, last thing I want to I say is I don't want this to get lost, man. We've got to give it up to young Matthew Peck here. 
the man picked Golden State versus the Celtics, man. Give that man his flowers right. He picked it before the playoffs began. Give that man his profits, man. Parlay pack in full effect over there. Congratulations, sir. Thank one, you very one much. Last, mm-hmm. One last final thing for me is watching this Warriors team really makes me, I don't know if like envious or jealous is the right word, but just seeing what it looks like to have absolute peak ownership, front office, coaching staff, players, like top to bottom, that organization is run perfectly. They define excellence in the NBA. They've done it over and over again. They stick to their identity. They spend money when they need to. They are just like the class, the cream of the crop when it comes to running an organization. There's no drama there. This isn't like, uh, yeah, like obviously even in the nineties, the bulls had all this drama with Kraus and with Reinsdorf and with Jordan. Like they are just buttoned up top to bottom. They all share a vision and they all like pull their weight. And it's just, it's really cool to see them, you know, define what it means to be a successful organization. Like every single person in that organization is great at what they do. It's just, it's the class They're They're a class act. That they are, which is why we're talking about them. Travis, I see your comment. Let's talk about the Bulls <laughs> draft picks and trades instead of the Warriors. We are Friday, baby. We are Bulls fans first, obviously. That's what we're doing here on this program and this platform. We are also diehard NBA fans who respect greatness. Yes. That's what we've been talking about. Bulls fans who are lucky enough to remember the dynasty years and are obsessed with it still, like I am, like Dave is. You have to respect greatness. The Warriors just yep. won their fourth chip in eight years. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the modern age NBA dynasty. So if you don't have the patience to listen to that or you're not interested in listening to that, cool, man. We'll, we'll talk about the Bulls five days a week for the next three months of summer. The NBA Finals <laughs> just ended last night with one of the greatest players of all time at the forefront and the best dynasty we've seen since the Bulls, maybe Pop Spurs. That's mm, why we're talking about this. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go Spurs. But shout out to Travis, man. He's been rolling with us for a long shout time. Shout out to Travis. Appreciate <laughs> it. I love you. Just telling you why we're talking about it. Yeah. This. I like what Shirek Bobby said. He said, I'm upset and I'm not even from that era. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. They do not like Steph's game at all, man. But you have never seen anything like it. I know I haven't. So, yeah. man, got to honor it, man. Um, Dave, I appreciate you calling out my correct, uh, you know, you know, I love being right, which, before oh, I, I know, on, I know if you recall on Tuesday, when I gave you all my points, bet pick of the week, what did I say? Al Horford has one more old guy who refuses to lose performance in him. Mm-hmm. So I took the over on 21 and a half combined points, boards, and assists from Al Horford combined points, boards, and assists 35. You're welcome. Easy money. Congratulations, Easy sir. Money. It's on fire, ladies and gentlemen. It's on fire. And now, don't what do you gamble on now is my question. What do you put your money at now? Summer League? Stanley Cup Finals? Go okay, Avs. all right. Go Best Avs. with my heart, go Avs. To hell with yeah. Tampa Bay. To hell with um, that. And, and tell the people, Dave, where I do all of that betting. Oh, there's only one place you're going to do all that betting and one place you should do all that betting, guys. And it's the place where you can support what we do here at CHGO. You download that points bet app. Use that code CHGO when you sign up. Because if you do that, y'all, right now, you'll get two, count one, two risk-free bets up to $2,000. And that's not all. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you will receive that free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of that awesome web content. And you'll even get a free T-shirt of your choice from that CHGO locker. 
2,000 free bets, free CHGO membership, free T-shirt from that CHGO locker, all for making a more than $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. Okay? It's your home for live play in betting, y'all. It just got even better. So if you see an edge in the game that you're watching, like young Matt Peck just told you about, is your favorite team prime for that comeback? Don't just watch that game, y'all. Bet along with it live. There's more live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash outs. You heard what I said? Live, faster, cash outs. Do that. And all y'all, use that promo code CHGO. Because if you're in Illinois, you're anywhere, you can download that PointsBet app and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. Phone! <laughs> I love you, baby. All right, be there. So what, are you, <laughs> what are you waiting for, y'all? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Because once that game starts, y'all, you don't just bet. Will, the three are back in Chicago. Tell them what you do. Live your bet life. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to have to start betting on some hockey and some baseball. I don't know if it's going to go well for me. Yeah, um, Were you a baseball guy? Do you bet on baseball a lot? No. Like every no. once in a while. <laughs> no. Um, but no. I, I don't okay. know baseball well. And like baseball, stats on stats on stats on stats on stats. You could probably mm-hmm. be good at betting baseball if you know, like, you know, like our guy Cody, one of our hosts of the bet show. Shout out. Watches baseball religiously, as yes. does, you know, uh, Sean from CHO Sox. I don't watch that. I don't watch that amount of baseball to bet it confidently. And I only like to bet things that I can bet confidently. That's like fair. Al Horford, 21 and a half over. Duh. Yeah. See, this is why I don't gamble because I'll be like, yeah, just throw some money at it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, hoop, hoops and football. Those are the two sports that I bet okay. the most on. That's so, fair. so I'm going to be like in a desert of not having anything to bet on for the next few months. Because mm. they were going to Vegas for summer. Hey. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared for you. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Let's. Uh, you guys want to do our our Bulls edition of a Big Three draft? Uh, yes. I, I kind of like wish I was going to one of these Big Three games that's in Chicago uh, coming through. Um, yeah, it's also such a great idea for a league uh, and a tournament. I'm glad that they did this. It's it's a cool thing. The mm-hmm. fact that there's some like retired NBA vets that participate is really cool. Yeah. Um, because man, some of those guys can still ball. And obviously yeah. three on three is a is a different kind of basketball than, than watching the NBA, but it's really mm-hmm. cool, it's really fun. So Dave had mm-hmm. another really awesome idea, as he is wont to do uh, on a regular you. basis, of doing a Bulls version of drafting a big three squad. So we're gonna make four selections. We're gonna do snake draft style, four selections picking from three different specific Bulls seasons. Correct. We're doing the 0607 pinnacle of the baby Bulls who swept the defending champion heat out of round one. Shout We're out. doing the 1314 <laughs> Chicago Bulls. <laughs> the D Rose is on the shelf, but we have enough. Shout out Tibbs Bulls. Uh-huh. And the season we just finished watching the 2122 Bulls. So we have to make at least one selection from each of those rosters. Mm-hmm. We each get to draft a star player a role player, mm-hmm. and as Dave calls them, a goon. Mm-hmm. Our fourth player will be our three-on-three sub fourth member of the roster who can be a role player or a goon. There are the roles right there. Thank you. The rules right there. Thank you, Joey. But goon can also, goon is also defined out. as 
It's a Goon meathead. Also defined as a meathead pick, right? Correct. Correct. Right, it's okay. a meat meathead pick. So just somebody you know that you just love, you know, ridiculously unconditionally. You know, there's no rhyme or reason to why you picked them. You know, it's just your fascination with that basketball player. Like they could play two games there. It doesn't matter. But it has to be your meathead pick. Who do you love? Yeah, because you know I got to slide love in there some kind of way, guys. I got a question. Is it like, are you judging the teams based on these players in their prime? Or like, is it from, the fact from that, that year? Joakim Noah is like 35 years old now, but you still think he's got some gas left in the tank? No, it's from that year. It's not okay. from Joakim okay. Noah hanging out with his with fiance kicking it and Matt stalking them on Instagram. It's okay, Matt stalking sure. him on the court while he's winning defensive player of the year. So should we just give Matt first pick and get this over with? Whoa, 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 Picks hidden here. So we will start. I don't know. Whoever wants to go first can pick their bull and see what pick that. Oh, and on. you're going to reveal which player has which number in Correct. it. Ah, I because it's hilarious and I miss him. Give me Chucky Booze. Okay. Okay. Pack. Chucky Booze for him. Boozer with the third oh! pick. Oh, damn it. That's what I wanted. Um, I mean, give me Ben, man. You know, love me some Ben Gordon. So let's roll with Ben. Ben Gordon. Ben. Two. Ooh. Oh. We should nope, have known that Derrick one. Rose is number one. Wearing yeah. number one. Great thought I, into I, that there, Joey. I think Joey would have, would have mixed that up a little bit. Just Honestly, little I, did, bit. I, thought, I thought I did mix it up. I thought that I thought that Boozer was the first pick. But, well, so we, right part of the fun. Part of the Will fun, said it. Will said it in the slack. He... he you, he better not let him get number one. <laughs> and now he's got it. He's got that number one pick. I'm excited to see the pipe bomb. Toss it out there, Will. I want to see no, it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh I'm gonna be respectful. I also think uh I'm not gonna start with my star. Okay. I'm gonna, Ooh, I'm gonna start start on the roll. Okay. And I'm gonna pick I'm gonna use my meathead pick here. Oh, he's going meathead first. So he's choosing his Out meathead pick. First, all this right, here we go. Interesting strategy. There's, there's I did some, not see coming. There is some strategy here. Okay, there is some strategy here. Okay, all right. I'm gonna go with uh, oh, this is tough. I have two meathead picks, but I think I'll just use one of them as role player. Okay, and I'll I'll select my first meathead pick first because he's my boy. You know who it is. It's Jimmy G buckets. <laughs> okay. Jimmy G buckets is his and meathead. I, and I know neither of you are going to pick him, so it's a dumb pick. But I just that—that's how much I love and respect you, Jimmy. There it is. So, well, no, I was—I was going to go with the flow. If Jimmy was available and the best one available, I was going to take him. Okay. So you're you're defining the thirteen fourteen version of Jimmy buckets as a meathead? No, it's a role player. It's a role okay. player. It's my meathead pick. Oh, it's your mm -hmm. meathead pick. Okay, and he's your role player, which is an accurate. Because this is this was accurate. This yeah, was a thirteen per game, Jimmy pre MIP pre All Star. This, this is, is not Jimmy's. So this peak was the power. season prior to his MIP season. I'm I'm big on potential. You know, you know, I like to have young players. I like to, mm -hmm. you know, 
developed talent over here. In, and, you know, uh, still, still a solid defensive young, you know, young energetic guy who can go out there and give you 47 and a half minutes. That's true. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think you meant to say 48 and a half. So well yeah. done, Matt. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I need full minutes here, man. Okay. Meet and innings. That was amazing. Okay. Um, well, that number two pick. Uh you just made that simple for me, and I thank you very much for that. I'm gonna go with the player who I think is the best one-on-one player in this entire thing, and that is that man, Damar. The buckets, the big three, the man, DeRozan. Give me DeMar DeRozan. Put him on my team right now. That is my star there is Mr. DeMar DeRozan. I don't think there's anybody better one-on-one than DeMar DeRozan. I really don't. I don't see it. I don't think there's anybody out there messing with that right now. 100% agree. Give me that. 100% agree. I feel like Will, with that strategy, was maybe hoping that you and I would – pick two other stars that weren't Damar so that he could have Jimmy and Damar really really good about his team but I'm I'm not gonna I'll not confirm or deny that (laughs) (laughs) you peeps your game you tell your game all All right right, it's on you baby I wonder who you're gonna take I wonder I wonder who will he take will well let's see uh can Joakim count as my goon no, absolutely not. Yeah, After he's got accolades. Yeah, he literally. Yeah, dude, we we had to deal with my least favorite peck, and that's whiny ass peck. You know, because he was upset. He had to have to Joe Kim Noah. Then he didn't want the. I couldn't do the three alphas because he hates the three alphas. So I had to remove that. So I I had to you know cater. This all had to be catered to young Matthew Peck, so he can get his thing and his boy Joe Kim Noah. So you better pick him because this is why we did all this. It's just so you can have your boy Joe Kim Noah, all right? So do what you're supposed to do. All right. Yep. I'm taking 13-14, Joe. (laughs) Thank you. 13-14, Joe Kim Noah, who was absolutely stupid amazing, who had probably one of my favorite single-season games ever by Chicago Bull when he was national TV and he got that triple-double where he put up those Hakeem Olajuwon numbers. Mm-hmm. That year, I believe, what do you have, like uh, 27 points, like 27 rebounds and like six blocks in that game. It was something stupid like that, man. He he was special that season, man. He was absolutely special that season. They had to give him something. They had to give him defensive player of the year. And he, what, he fourth in uh, MVP? Fourth in MVP, fourth in MVP voting. First team All-NBA. Like, he, he was special. He number was 13 in special. your programs, number one in my heart. Game Noah. Noah. All right. um, I got a I got a snake here uh, because I picked last. Yes, you do. So for my role player, Mm -hmm. let me get ah from the baby bulls. Give me young Luol, baby. Oh, young Lou. Oh, dang. Dangerous dang. Excellent player. Can get me some buckets, can score in isolation, can knock down Mm -hmm. threes, and can play Mm -hmm. hella defense. Plays him some defense. He had a great year that year, too. He had 19 points per game, seven rebounds, over a steal, two and a half assists. Uh, Didn't shoot the ball very well, but over 50% from the field. Like, that was. Each 21 Luol Deng was a very, very good player. That's my mm-hmm. dude. 
He was amazing, man. He did a great job. Did a great. And my job. first two picks are the uh, the the Bulls legend slash uh, ambassadors for Africa basketball. So you mm. know, I'm, I'm you know I'm, I'm going with a worldly Bulls big three squad here. Mm. Well, uh, I will use. Uh, let's go bench guy. A guy off the bench. I'm taking him from the baby bulls. Give me Ben Gordon. Ben Sweet. Gordon off the bench. See, Role player. Tell me. You, in our conversation yesterday, kept uh-huh. describing to me that mm-hmm. by your definitions for this draft, mm-hmm. Ben Gordon fit into the star category. And I told mm-hmm. you, I don't call Ben Gordon a star like that. You you're said right. you do. Now you're trying yeah. to use him and draft him as a role player. Well, we just, I agree with your with your uh, knowledge after that, sir. I said, you know what? Matt made a great point. You know what? He's a role player. Give me, uh, hand me Ben Gordon in my role player them right there. Six man of the year, always coming off the bench. That's what he did. That's if by, by that definition, but what you laid out, you're absolutely right. Came off the bench. He was a bench guy. He has an award coming off the bench. Fine. He's off the bench, and now he's off the bench and on my squad. Roll with me, young Benjamin. The best two one-on-one players are now on my team. That's all I'm telling you right now. One-on-one, ain't nobody stopping neither one of them dudes. No, nobody. Nobody. Let's go, William. Well, I was under the impression that Ben Gordon was going to be considered a star, so that throws a little <laughs> bit of a wrench into my plans here. But I will adjust as I have. I'll call him. You want me to do. call him the meathead pick? I can call him the meathead pick on that too, if you like. It's up to y'all. Well, will selects Magic Johnson. <laughs> let me, ah, yes, the let what me, if uh, draft. The king of the monkey wrench. <laughs> if, if, what if uh, Magic Johnson had can, six titles? Can stars be considered meathead picks? Is that allowed? Oh, no, I just tried to do that with Joe Keem, and you guys said no. Because he has defensive player of the year and he was first team all NBA and literally that's a star. He was an all-star that year. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's the same argument for Ben star. Gordon, isn't it? He was an all-star. He wasn't an all-star. Ben Gordon was not okay, all so NBA. All-star, he wasn't an all-star. All-star is all-star is you can't yeah, yeah, that's yeah, all stars star. criteria. Yeah. I think that's fair. And so no no more all-stars are allowed to be selected except for I get one. That's right. <laughs> you have that's you have 13, 14 Jimmy who was not an all-star. Then I will continue to wait on my star player because I'm the only one that can select them. Cocky. Smart. Smart. And I will go with, um, hmm. I got to get someone from 06, 07. There are not a lot of good options. I am not as big of a Kirk Heinrich head as our buddy Mark, but there's also not a lot of good options on that team. Other than that, uh, Ben Wallace was okay. He could be the meathead enforcer guy. Yeah, I was really hoping Ben Gordon wouldn't be picked since he Wait, picked. Wait, isn't your boy the great? Isn't it the great Tyrus Thomas on this team? Your Come boy. On, I like Tyrus, but it's not your like boy. That. It's your like boy. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a little bit of shooting here, and I'm gonna take Kirk Heinrich. The floor mm. general. We're gonna keep it organized. He's a good defender. <laughs> he shot he shot uh forty-one and a half percent on threes that year on four attempts, which by the way is a lot for that era of basketball. 
That's we're going to be a little short and I'm okay with that um, because we've got good ball movement. We steal, we get, you know, we get into our offensive sets and then I'm going to go on the back end and go with my guy, Lonzo ball. And that is truly going to be my meathead pick. Mm. I love Lonzo ball so freaking much. Mm. He is awesome. He does everything. We got shooters everywhere, man. I know that really doesn't make that much of a difference in three on three basketball, but we're going to be shooting. <laughs> Give me Lonzo. Taking Lonzo. Okay. Okay. Oh, um, so wait. So you got which? So who's your goon? His you meathead pick? pick. He Jimmy was Jimmy, Jimmy was his was his meathead. You, and they're interchangeable. Jimmy. See, yeah. okay, like I, I feel like we we've had we've got different definitions here. Like, like I feel like you're looking at meathead like the, our meathead grades of like how you view this guy. I'm talking like I thought the goon pick had to be a guy who was like. I'm not super great at basketball, but I will go out there and freaking smash some people and do some dumb shit. Well, to be fair, that's not how I said it when I when I explained it. I, I said it was a meathead pick, and it was just a guy that you just love. Is how I said it. Like it was just okay. your guy that you just loved, and I was like, it didn't it. matter how anybody else viewed him. It was how you viewed him. That's that's how I said it when I first okay. when I first brought this. Okay, so Jimmy is young. Jimmy is Will's meathead pick. Kirk. Is your is your uh, role, role player, and then Lonzo you're using as your your bench guy, your your you know your yeah. extra guy. Lonzo will be my bench guy, yeah. Okay, and, and we yeah. know what. Okay, I don't know what he's going into that. So. And we know we know who I'm getting <laughs> with my fourth. Pick. We we know who we go who we going with after that. Okay, I think I know who his final pick. It's it's, it's a it's a yeah, it's a good thing. You guys can't um, take him, right? I'm just clarifying. No, otherwise, cannot we would, cannot because we we've, we've both taken our star caliber players. Just cannot just take being clear. Cannot take him. He's 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 out of the range right now. We'll see, listeners. We'll see who I'm talking about shortly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess we'll go with my meathead pick, and it's just some as no surprise to anybody, the greatest number twenty one in Chicago Bulls history. Oh my young God, Maddie Legend. No. Matthew Are you actually Robin, pick on him? Give me Maddie Legend. You won't wow. shoot the greatest practice player in Bulls history. The man, wow, Matty Legend. You don't get more meathead than, than that, sir. Give me my that man, is... Matty Legend. Put him on the squad. Yes, it does not get more meathead than that. You are correct. <laughs> wow, wow. Come on with it, baby. Come on, Matt. You gonna have a home with me, boy? Honestly, you gonna have a honestly home. respect, dude. I. You could have taken him last. Nobody else would have touched him. Respect for taking him where he did. Respect. I took him down, man. You know, you you know who you want. You why waste time? Why waste time? You go get what you want when you know what you want. And I went and got that man, Matty Legend, Matt Thomas on the squad, y'all. Yes, I feel good about this team right about now. This is awesome. Let's do it. Okay. Does that mean I'm up? You're up, man. All right, so I got a meathead pick and a bench stash, right? Yes, you do. Yes. Meathead pick. Give me. Taking his time, ladies and gentlemen. It's focused. The Argentinian. Oh. Andre Snocioni. Give me him. Give me Snocioni. Put him on my squad. 
No Chiomi. What what was bigger, No Chiomi's love or Lynn's sanity? <laughs> Both had that year, man. My I God. Mean, I feel like Lynn Sanity captured like the global NBA world and headlines everywhere. Yeah, that no, doesn't matter. Certainly didn't have like that same, quite that same level. Um, but man, you know, played on some incredible Argent uh, Argentina national teams, and certainly yeah. won over the hearts of Bulls fans with the way that he was out there throwing his body around. And like, I honestly like always thought of him as like a, a two thirds sized Tony Kukoc who could play defense. Cause like Ooh, wow. he could handle the ball a little bit. He was a very underrated passer. He could knock down shots, but he also played insane defense. Yeah. Um, I love him. I love him so much. He is forever <laughs> in my top 10 bulls fan meathead like rankings. And um, that leaves me with a bench stash and I still need to make a selection from the 21-22 roster. Mm. So who better to stash on my bench than a guy who could have arguably been in the six-man-of-the-year conversation had he stayed he- healthy? Gimme Caruso. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well See, I, what I like Matt's about Matt's team is his three-on-three is exactly him. Like, this is this is him. <laughs> like, just – Look at this! Look at this roster. That is him. That that is Matt Peck to a T right there. This lineup right here, just try hard, toughness. We playing defense even on a three on three. We yeah, like you know what? So. Like Alex and Luol could be my ball handlers. Like they can mm-hmm. handle the ball. They can play enough point. They can both knock down shots. They can create shots. Nochi and Joe Keem running around just causing absolute chaos and havoc. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Matt's team is going to get put out the league, man. <laughs> you mean My team's going to be shooting a lot of technical or, uh... free throws. Yes, they will. Yes, they will, Will. They're going to be at that free throw line putting them up, man, because Matt is scrappy. That's a scrappy bunch right there, man. It's a tough team. Big three title like the 04 yep. Pistons, baby. <laughs> Look at Matt. Matt's team is so damn scrappy. Yes, D-Light. Yes, Give scrappy, me that. Dog. Give me that. That is a scrappy bunch of guys right there. Okay. Um. Well, I haven't picked uh, anyone from the 13-14 uh, roster here. So, I mean, I got all I got my one-on-ones. I mean, I got my shooting. I got a legend. So I got a legend. <laughs> so, I mean, there's only one more thing for me to get. <laughs> you know, and that's that Joey toughness. Typing Jim Boylan. <laughs> <laughs> That's only one thing I got to get, man. And that's a guy who's going to be tough and get in there and be hard-nosed, you know, and get those rebounds and those easy putbacks for me, man. There's <laughs> only one guy left. And that guy is Todd Gibson. Mm-hmm. That Love is role-player defined right there is Taji Wu getting in there in the paint, mixing it up, getting those tip dunks. You know, and also has that nice inside game. You know, we, you probably won't play a lot of inside game in a three-on-three, but when you need a bucket to win and it's close, you know, just dump that inside. See if Taj can get that easy two for you, man, and, you know, call some havoc. And somebody's got to fight against Team Peck. You know what I mean? Like, I got, you know, somebody's got to go up there and mix it up. Bring so I got to send Taj out there to mix it up, man. You know, can't pick on my guys too tough right there. And that's going to leave me with... Sir Zach Levine, future bull, mm. current bull, mm. and mm. as I said, future bull as well. 
very much going to future be a future bull. <laughs> future bull, current bull. Yes, I like it. I like it a lot, man. That is my a- star. He was the last one left. I got a little bit of an undersized team, but look, I'm scrappy too. Okay, Jimmy, Kirk, and Lonzo. That's a defensive juggernaut. Right that is there. defense. Yeah, I'm have, the only one who's all shooting. offense over here. We have passing. We got an uh, ISO machine. Obviously, not as good as DeRozan in the mid range, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take my luck with Zach. All right, he he can he can give you some buckets. Yeah, well, yeah, Will, that's that. I mean, that's a good that's a good squad. But you, you are right. That is a tiny. squad. It's tiny. It's tiny. We're gonna have to switch yeah. everything. Okay, we're gonna be moving around. We're running up and down the floor. I feel like Elam <laughs> ending is gonna help us here. I don't know why, but we got the shooting. We can shoot our way back into games if we need to. We got options. We got versatility. Yeah, you uh, do. We and got Jimmy Butler. You got you got Jimmy Buckets playing. Got playing Jimmy Buckets, man. And you know, yeah. Dave, you just said your team's all offense. Not you got Taj. You know, Taj well, yeah. is going to be locking guys down. He's I know. I, I told you. The, you know, the one uh, perimeter defense is all going to fail, and you're just going to have Taj just standing at the rim trying to block shots. <laughs> Somebody got to have the toughness for us. You know what I'm saying? Because my team is not known uh, for uh, defense. You know, Maddie Legend will try hard. But he's not known for it. You know, DeMar and Ben are definitely not out there to play defense. It's not what they're on the floor to do. All right? They're on the floor to get buckets. Somebody's got to go in with the hard hat and the lunch pail and go up against uh, Caruso, Nocioni, Jimmy Butler, you know, because, you know, Kirk is going to get in there and try to mix it up with his goggles on. You know, somebody's got to get in there and be a little scrappy, you know, with these guys, man. So I, I, that's, why, that's why I had to have Taj. You know, he, he for me, he makes the team whole. And, you know, we're just ready to compete. And go up against anybody who who want it. I know that. Yeah, um, we got some other ideas in the comments. Peter said, "Big sexy Kurt Thomas." So Kurt Thomas was not on the thirteen fourteen roster. Kurt Thomas right. had some great years there. He did. With like right around when the Bulls were Eastern Conference bound, Kurt Thomas played on that team, and he was great. Um, Colin saying, "Matt's got a Caruso from America, one from Argentina, one from Sudan, and one from France." <laughs> Got a whole freaking squad. Honestly, yep. okay. So, quick shout out to a couple other people I thought about throwing in my role player slash goon spots. Okay. Javante definitely Ooh. thought hard about throwing Javante into this yeah, mix. Yeah, I could see and that. Then, as a goon pick from that six seven squad, mad love for PJ Brown, Ooh. the original PJ of the yeah. NBA. Get PJ Tucker out of here. <laughs> I got mad love for PJ Brown. Love yeah, PJ Washington. Yeah, I can see that. And honestly, I would also might might have looked at Tavo Cephalosha yeah. also because I, I liked his game when he was here as well. And uh Nazir Muhammad also for my goon role. Say, if we don't mention Nazi Muhammad for absolutely throwing LeBron to the ground that one time, it's why Matt loves then, him, man. Then what are we doing here? I, yeah, I, I thanked him in person for that. He's <laughs> And also, like, I, I, man, if this had more people on the team, I might have taken this guy right here. But I really, really liked DJ Augustine that year. Mm. I thought he was really awesome yeah. for the Bulls that year, man. And, and he got paid because of how well he played that season. Yeah, yeah. He played very, very, very well, man. And I think he'd be good uh, in a one-on-one. Um, but interestingly enough, I think the best guy who none of us really wanted that's available, I, it might be Carlos Boozer, right? I like, just realized, I was like, Booz nobody took Booze. 
or Luol Deng. There are two options for him. I thought the 2013 14 Luol Deng would have been another good pick, but obviously, That's I had true. to choose Jimmy. Which, That's true. And also, <laughs> I had to. Choose Jimmy. I had to. I had the no interesting choice. thing about 13 14 Luol is that he started the season as a bull, he did not finish the season as a bull because mm. they made that trade. And that trade made Tibbs hella pissed. <laughs> Among other things, yeah. <laughs> Among other things, the front office and Tibbs did. Someone said we have to end this with picking a coach. So what what would mm. would you do you guys have would you guys have of the three of these guys? Uh coach so Will, you would go Skiles, first. We got Skiles, Tibbs, uh, and Tibbs and Billy, Billy Donovan. So you go first, Will. You would you were the first pick. So who who would you pick as your coach? I, I gotta go with Tibbs. Only oh, coach of the year. Okay. Only coach of the year in the category here. Okay. I mean, uh I'm taking Billy Donovan. One, because I love Billy Donovan, but two, there's no way in hell I'm taking Scott Skiles on my team as a coach. <laughs> so I just get stuck with Scott Skiles? Sorry, <laughs> bro. Sorry. <laughs> he just go ahead. He's scrappy. Scott Skiles is super scrappy. He is perfect, nah, but you got another Caruso on well, your team as a coach. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to call an audible and uh, pick Steve <laughs> to be my team's coach. He's well, I, somewhere I, in this in this Bulls, uh, you know, history book, right? Well, I'll tell you, how, is there an assistant coach that Tim, that Scott Skiles might have had uh, that you that you might have messed with on on that one? Ron Adams. Ron Adams was there. Yes, he was. was Ron he, Adams. Was he on that squad? I think he yeah. was there in thirteen fourteen as well. Pete Myers was there. Uh, no, the original, not. the original Jim Boylan was was on that team also. Adrian Griffin. No, he was still playing. Griffin was still playing. In Griffin was on the Griffin was on the roster in 0607. Oh, I thought we were talking about yeah. all uh, assistants oh, no, no, in the course of those three different years. Oh no! I was just giving him uh, Scott Skiles because he was, yeah, he was, uh, he was a uh, assistant by the time Tibbs came around. But yes, you're yeah, right. Yeah, he was on the 0607 team. Now nah, you know what, Alex Caruso, player slash coach. He's my bench <laughs> guy, player slash coach, Bill Russell style. <laughs> He's not taking Scott Skiles. There's no one who you know wants Scotty Skiles. I thank Scott Skiles for his time and efforts and politely show him the door. I don't thank him for none of that. Like, <laughs> I was oh, oh, Colin's got another good idea. I can take Mo Cheeks. Man. Mo Cheeks, yeah. Love, oh, yeah. You go to another team. That's what Will was doing. He was giving you all the assistance from, from right. all the other teams saying you can pick yeah. them out like you know that. What? Okay. I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm sticking with Caruso player coach. I like that. <laughs> Poor Skiles. The he ball beat the heat. menace. Yeah, he beat the Heat. I think the the Heat kind of beat themselves a little bit, but no, like I mean, mad mad respect to that scrappy baby Bulls team. Nobody yeah. saw them beating the uh, Orlando or the uh, defending champion Miami Heat in the first round of those 07 playoffs. Um, so Joey, let's ask Joe, Joey. What do you think of these teams that that we picked up here? What, what is yeah, your, let's, what is let's, your, let's uh, get a uh, bipartisan third third party yeah. to tell us who had the best squad. Yeah. Take up your own um, criteria. I haven't. I'm looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think Will's team's going to struggle to get stops. Uh, mm-hmm. No, no, we they got what a lot of perimeter about, defenders. I don't Jimmy know. They Butler, just don't have anyone Alonzo on the Ball, interior. Eric Heinrich, no interior. Um, I'm that. I'll go with. It's tough, but I'll go Will's team number one. 
I think if Dave chose anybody other than Matt Thomas, it would be you for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I'm having trouble because Dave's last two picks. You would be giving people buckets, dude. Yeah. (laughs) You told me Matt Thomas, the greatest practice player of all time. Well, that means that means when he's on a three on three. Okay, he's great. He's he's great. I said he's one. He's the greatest. That's right. I give out buckets. But he gives out buckets, so that means in a three-on-three, when I ain't got to run up and down the floor, only, he's gonna only be Billy Hoyo ball, out there. He's gonna be only Billy Hoyo out there, man. Oh, he's gonna be. You know, you know, Ben and Demar want to get get those shots up. Oh, and they are gonna get them. That's true. They are gonna get them, man. They are gonna get their. Buckets, I don't know who's man. guarding Joe Keem though on Will's on Will's team. Nobody. Oh yeah, that's true. Ain't nobody guarding. Thirteen, Joe fourteen. Will's Joe Keem was a bucket. <laughs> he's right. The the weird knuckleball push <laughs> shot from fourteen feet. And then he can take you to the rack with either hand. Yeah, that's true, man. That's true. Like that's true. I don't know who's stopping Joe. He's on also team, dishing bro. out twelve and a half points per game. Who's assists. stopping that? <laughs> Will spicy, <laughs> spicy out here, son. Oh, is Marco man. Bellinelli eligible? Oh man, uh, dude. No, I don't dude, think so. I, I love Marco. Bellinelli was here for 12-13, but not 13-14. That would have been a good pick, I think, if he was. It's crazy how many guys came through for, like, one season during the, like, post-ACL Derek and pre-Jimmy Butler era and just, like, put up monster numbers and then got paid and (laughs) won some birds. They had the best string of backup point guards. They had so many good backup point guards. CJ Augustine, Nate Robinson. CJ Watson was good when he was on the team. Like, they had so many good. Lucas the third. John Lucas the third. AL3. John Lucas the third. He got jumped over by LeBron, but. He sure did. He did a dagger in Bron's face. He did do that, too. (laughs) That happened both ways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Remember That'd when that crappy Derrick Roseless team beat the Heatles and John Lucas the third gave LeBron the business in the fourth quarter? Because I and sure then, as shit remember that happening. And then LeBron <laughs> literally jumped over him in route to a alley oop. Yeah, but I mean, is it really jumping over anybody? You know, John Lucas the third. You know, he's barely six feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> I did that. He's still a person. I did that for <laughs> No, I did that for Matt, Will. <laughs> I did that for Matt. He's still a person. He did get jumped human. over. Yeah, he is a human. <laughs> um, shoot, we're almost That was time. fun. Um, which, that by the way, fun. hey, everybody, try Strava Craft Coffee. Use promo code CHGO25 at checkout at StravaCraftCoffee.com, the CBD-infused coffee that keeps you focused but also doesn't give you the coffee jitters and helps you sleep better, gets rid of the aches and pains, um, it's really good. I use it all the time. StravaCraftCoffee.com, promo code CHGO25. Guys, it is Friday. The yes. weekend is upon us, and you know what that means. When we reconvene for our next episode on Monday, it will be NBA Draft Week. It's Can't here. Wait. It's here. I know Woo! Thrill. I know Thrillinium is excited. He's the draft Cannot guy. Cannot wait. To get in here and check these I things. literally flew halfway around the world for this. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, man. We'll be back in doubt my commitment. By the way, go check out all of Will's amazing draft coverage on our website, allchgo.com right now. We've got Will's written draft profiles. We've also got the quick hitter videos that Will and Dave have been doing on our CHGO Sports YouTube channel, looking at a lot of the likely and potential 
prospects that the Bulls could be seeing on their draft board at 18 next Thursday. Give those a watch um, on that YouTube channel. And we will be back starting Monday with more pre-draft coverage for you guys. And then, of course, the Big Mama Thursday night, draft night itself. We will be live streaming a show that will probably end up being somewhere in the neighborhood of four hours. We will start at half hour before the draft starts and then go from there all the way through until pick number 30 has been selected. And then after that, we're going to do an hour-long draft recap show on top Mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. So you know where to find your draft coverage on draft night next week. Until then and over the weekend, you can, of course, as always, subscribe to that YouTube channel, CHO Sports. Follow us on the Twitter machine as well. We are CHO underscore Bulls. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. The GOAT is at Won't Gottlieb. Big Dave is at Bow, B-A-W-L, Sports. Mm. And um, one more shout-out to our guests from this week, Kendall Gill on Wednesday's episode, and Big Dave's big brother, John, for joining us yesterday. If you haven't seen those episodes, stay right here on our YouTube channel. Find them. Give them a watch right now. Or if you're listening on the pod feed, find them in your pod feed. The episode previous to this one and two previous to this one. All right, y'all. And also, Matt, real quickly, just want to say also, new ball on Bulls this weekend, y'all. Got Stacey King on there. There's a part Ooh. one and a part two. Please check it out. Wow. It's awesome. Thank you very much, Joey. Mm. <laughs> and yes, Will, it definitely is. <laughs> so wow. check it out, baby. Be out this Give week. Give that a listen as well. Yes. And, uh, and have a great weekend, Bulls Nation. And we will talk to y'all on Monday. Until then, for... Our producer, Joey, and the goat, Will Gottlieb, and Big Dave Peck saying, see you, Red, be good.